0: Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energised. Today, we have a very special guest on the show.
1: We don't really, we just have me, but that's fine. Uh, It is World Mental Health Awareness Week this week, so uh, me and Barry are just going to have a quick chat about it and tell you sort of our takes on it and what's important too. because obviously we're locked down at the moment. It's a much harder time for people. Um we just want to, you know, let people know it's okay to not be okay, and uh, it's good to talk. What do you think, Barry?
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, like we've done a couple of shows this week, and we brought it up with our guests. And um, uh, like I talked to Ross after one of the shows, being like, um, "Did that asking about mental health? Did that go down okay?" And then Ross was like, hey, "Look, this is that's sort of like your thing, not like your thing, but like." That's something that you really care about and like it if it doesn't really affect other people they it wouldn't be as important maybe or it doesn't really hit home really if that, that came out correctly but um ross also mentioned in one of the shows as well that uh, we had Sir steve O'Timothy on the show and he's like a paraplegic and he's now doing five a cycling 5k and he, he he can't even walk so ross was like we should use our platform more often to speak out about things not just about what UFC events on this weekend or what rugby event or what football game is going on. And I a hundred percent agree because our platform now is like, as we said to the two, two Johnnies who we just had on the show, like people want to hear like real talk and uh, the real people listen to this stuff and they want to hear like, I mean real stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's very important to, you know, Talk about things that maybe sometimes are uncomfortable to talk about. Yeah. Um, also talk about things that you know are you know very prevalent in people our age as well, especially young males. Um, just to sort of give you an inkling into mental health, you know, what I mean, in 2018, 352 people took their own lives, and two hundred and eighty-two of them, which is eighty percent of them, were males. So, like, suicide is such a prevalent thing in young males in Ireland I mean like 282 people a year is a lot and I think we both agree
0: that it's 282 too many yeah and like one of the like uh, when you look at just the numbers sometimes it doesn't really hit home but like I'm sure someone who's listening now like they either are related to someone or they have a friend that either suffers with mental health issues or have have like Taking our own lives, you know, I mean, this this it is real. Like it is real, and like hopefully, someone who's listening to this show or watching this show is not one of them numbers.
1: No, hopefully not. You know, I mean, yeah, uh, we never want anyone who listens to the show to ever fall victim to suicide. Um, we're exactly we're not like therapists or whatever, and we're not, you know, professionals. But like, we are always here to talk talk if someone needs to talk um, I mean like a lot of people have messaged saying uh, you know lockdown is really hard and like your show's made a lot easier and you know when we're putting out the podcast and daily or we're doing a few weeks you know, I mean they're like oh you know there's you know 20 to 50 however long however long many minutes the podcast is that like it's really like brightening up their day uh, we love doing hearing that and that's why we do the podcast but you know, world mental health and your own mental health is far bigger than any podcast. And I think it's really important to take note of that. Um, you know, when you see, you know, when Chris did his walk for The House and stuff like that, you know, we really wanted to get behind it because it meant a lot to us.
0: Yeah. Well, like for people that have been following us for ages or listen to our stuff, they'd be aware that we've been covering mental health mm. and have covered it numerous times. Like, obviously, we don't do every show about it. But like it does play a part yeah, in like a lot of what we do, and uh, especially now, Ross. Like I mean, like we're after being locked down for like two months, and like who knows what certain what certain people are going through, like uh, like whether it be like you know, I remember the first week when we were in lockdown. I was literally like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Like you know, paranoid on my head, didn't know what to do. Like I was literally like. I'm going to get it, and I'm going to give it to my whole family, and I'm going to end up killing them all. Like that's 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 what was going through my head. Fortunately, things have kept, like calmed down, and like by doing the show and by going for, like by doing exercise and going out, uh, it's like kept me mentally stable. You know what I mean? Because like some like before, like I've gone like I've like gone off the rails, and like for like a like a good year like I just wasn't myself I I, I just changed as a person and I was just like I didn't know what the fuck was going on and like obviously I was drinking too much going out too much but like it was all to get away from what was going on and like before I was on like I was on um uh, tablets for depression and it was just like at the beginning I was on such a massive high of we've talked well I've said this before uh, but, like, then after a while, it just became a placebo effect. And it was just sort of like, what What am I even doing taking these? And then, like, at the moment, I'm not taking anything. But, like, I feel like doing this show is, like, almost therapy in a way. But um, I know, like, there is younger people listen to this. And they sort of, they probably don't know what they sort of want in life, you know? Yeah, well, I always think in every aspect of
1: your life, there's always choices and choices you have to make and there's always an easier option. And then sometimes there's a harder option. Uh, and sometimes it's easier to just go on the drink, have a few drinks and yeah. just forget about all your problems. But then your problems don't go away tomorrow. You know I mean, your problems are waiting around the corner for you to come around. And the harder option is to actually, you know, face your problems and, you know, actually discuss your problems with someone. And I think one of the hardest things to do is probably find that person you're comfortable talking to. And I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday. And if you do have a problem, I always find for me what works best is if you actually find someone you're you're comfortable talking to and then bring them to like a neutral venue, if that makes sense. Like go out for a walk and talk them out there. Because you know I mean, you don't want to talk to someone in your space because then they're in your space and you want to talk to someone in their space because you're in their space. But if you bring it to like a neutral ground, I find it's much easier to be open. And also if you do go for a walk with someone, I feel like that sort of releases more uh, positive endorphins. And then you're probably more open to like talk about how you feel. Yeah, that's
0: that's actually, just what I think. No, no, that, that, honestly, I think that's a great idea. Cause like, I remember, like, I, like I was, I was battling the press for ages, and I was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, this shit, mm-hmm. and like, I didn't want to tell anyone. because like, first of all, people be like he's weird, or he's what's the story with him, or we're not going near him." And then, like, you're afraid, like, your family won't really accept you, or your friends will be like, "I yeah, hear, mm-hmm. don't be around, la la." All this that and the other, but like, I, even like, even telling you, like, I remember, like, I think you were probably one of the first, and I was just, I didn't know, I told my family first, and then I told, I basically, told you next, but like, I was just like. What if, What if? like, he doesn't want to be my friend anymore? He doesn't want to do the show anymore? But then, like, it was just... I don't know. It was just a good decision, you know?
1: Well, I, I do think, like, if people react negatively to you, they're probably not the people you should have in your life. You know what I mean? If someone actually cares enough about you, well, then they accept you for who you are. Yeah. And it, you, they accept you for your flaws. You know what I mean? So I think that is, you know, quite prevalent and quite obvious. You know what I mean? Your friends are your friends, your family's your family. You know what I mean? your friends and family should accept you for who you are. Um, we only saw I only saw it today, it was hours ago. I don't know when this gonna go, what day, but Nigel alone's like like to sort of reveal that like uh, people who don't know, he's like a really famous Welsh rugby referee and he, he came out gay to his his family. But before he did, like, he overdosed on a lot of painkillers and like drank a bottle of whiskey and like he was going to kill himself with a shotgun, but then like he actually like passed out because he took so much drink and drugs and ended up in a coma. Um, at the end of the day, like acceptance sometimes isn't easy. Like uh, it's not to do with like whether you're gay or not gay, but like just accepting your own flaws is hard. Uh, you know, accepting you're in the wrong at times can be hard. I mean, these are all things that like you struggle with on a daily basis. And at the end of the day, you can play such like mental mind games with yourself and you can get yourself in such like a state over the small things. Like, I mean, sometimes like two people might say the same thing to you. And then you're like, they were talking about me. That's why they both said that. You know what I mean? But they might never have talked about you. You know what I mean? But then like you're getting in your own head and you're getting paranoid. And then like, you know, you can like let yourself worth drop and you can, you know, get in your own head. But, like I said earlier, you always have a choice. Uh, you can choose to make a situation better or you can choose to ignore a situation and it will probably make it worse. Yeah. So I always think you sort of have to make those choices. And those choices aren't always easy. Like, I, I don't want to let people think that I'm saying, oh, it's easy, you choose this way or that way. No, it's not one way no, man, like,
0: man, like you're, I know we're, we're talking to each other, but, like, I know other people are listening. But, I mean, like, you're, you, you've seen me at my worst and you've seen me at my best. And everything in between, but, like, you're sort of, taught, like, you, you've been through it by going with it through with me, you know? Mm. So, like, but like I, but I'll, we, I'll tell you to stop mm. if I think you're wrong, you know? Mm. But I also think we actually have had our best chats when we just go out for a
1: walk together and, like, just talk yeah. out on a walk. Because, like, it is a neutral venue. It is, like, sort of, you're also, like, it's just you and that other person then, you know what I mean? You know, if you're in your own house or in someone else's house, you know what I mean? Like, you're afraid to, like, be vulnerable because like, someone else might walk in and be like, what's wrong with that fella? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, hmm. And people struggle to be open. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I probably deal with something for about two weeks before I let you know what's going on with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you, like, you're more open. You'll tell me almost straight away. And that's something that I work on, on myself. been like, right, that's like let my feelings go because otherwise because once you you know what they say like a problem shared is a problem halved and i actually firmly believe in that like once i get a lot of things off my chest i'm like all right grab like relax now you know what i mean like i've said all that and like he can really let the little things build on top of you
0: yeah like like i don't want this come across in any way sort of like a sob story or anything but like as i did say earlier and you said previously like now that we have people like tuning in, like not all of them are going to be 100% fine, like, you know? And like seeing, like if they, if like I know we're all energized and we have the crack and we're known for having a bit of crack, like, but like seeing that there is another side, that there is more to this, that it's not just like two characters, it's actually two actual humans. And uh, that's what people really want to hear. They want to know exactly that like, oh shit, maybe like he's sort of like me, like I don't know what I want to do. I think I think like when I did first admit it, I was, like it was just like such a weight off my chest, and like I remember we put out a video years ago. I remember in my kitchen talking about it, and uh, like I actually like took it down because I was so embarrassed about it. But uh, but like that that was me a few years ago, and like I, I was like oh I'm over it now. But then like I went back even worse, and now I'm doing better. So like I didn't want to be like this is how you get over it, because I went back into it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, like, a never-ending thing. It's just, like, you just have to constantly stay on top of things. Also, back then, like, I didn't really know what I wanted to do and what passage or a route in life I should sort of wanted to do as well, like, you mm-hmm. know, and, like, that can be a huge problem because, like, when I was younger, like, I just played sport all the time, all the time, like, like football, golf, tennis, squash, running, everything. Like, I did so much. My life was just so routine that all of a sudden, when I started turning, like, 16, 17, 18, when I started drinking and stuff and I was, like, oh, shit, like, there's more to just being active all the time and then obviously you started like meeting girls or going out yeah. in nightclubs and all yeah getting rejected by girls and nightclubs uh I'm by bouncers to get into nightclubs but uh yeah I think I sort of lost my way and I was a bit like I think like 25 I was like I was working in banking for about five years and I was like I don't want to just keep doing this for the rest of my life and then Obviously, we took a huge chance leaving work to try and get into the media industry, just working as anything, and then building ourselves up. And then, um, like, I think, I think now over the last two months, things have really, really come together. Like, I mean, mm. like, like if before this lockdown, Ross, if like if you look at what we were doing compare what to what do, we're doing now, it's f- fucking shock and cheese, man. Like, oh yeah, well, it's it's us sitting in my living room talking shite to
1: us like interviewing some of Ireland's top talents you know what I mean and then even like yeah like usually if you told me what's called uh three months ago that we would have had like Jamie Heaslip, Sean O'Malley Darren Conway Ian Gary Mikey Conlon The Two Johnnies. John O'Carroll The Two Johnnies Steve O'Timothy all these guys on our podcast like and like Consecutively, like rolling one after the other, I'd be like, "I'm like, what did I win the lotto and they like, have to pay them all, or what's the story?" You know what I mean? Yeah, but Russ, uh, I always,
0: when we started, this, I always had that vision that we were going to get these people on. Like, I, I, I knew oh, it was going to happen, but I didn't know how. I was like, "How, how are we going to get them into your living room?" Or like, yeah, so so long. I was like, I was like, "But how? Where's the studio?" <laughs> you yeah. know what I
1: mean? And then like. Also seeing like Joe Rogan sign that hundred million uh, a year deal, like is also inspiring and sort of that. So like for us yeah. like that's like like obviously we're not Joe Rogan. We probably never will be that big, you know what I mean? Like that's like phenomenal. like that's the biggest in the world, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's obviously the dream, but uh, like in terms of real realisticness, like he's also the commentator for UFC. Unless we become Joe Rogan and Mike Goldberg going forward, you know what I mean? Uh but like it's just saying that it's like there's such money in podcasting at the moment, and like we're like fighting our way forward to get there.
0: Yeah, like the, the, bring up the Joe Rogan thing. When I started listening to shows after that, like uh, the the foreign kid talking about it, um the Brilliant Idiots with uh, Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz, discussing it and going into detail, being like Char- Charlemagne, like our our dream was to have a show on a radio station, no matter how big or small. Earn like thirty grand a year, and then then we'd be happy out like that. That was like I was like, "Here, look, I, I'd like I'd be comfortably happy doing after the rest." I'm like that was yeah. that was that was the dream. And then all of a sudden, like when we kept doing the shows and we we're doing everything ourselves, and no one gave us anything and no one even wanted to t- like like let it, uh, meet us for a coffee to like give us information to grow or to stand the Like it was sort of like as downhearted as it was. I knew that like we still had something there that because people did actually tune in, and then like when Charlemagne was just was discussing how like radio stations, they don't invest in uh, talent. It's um, radios almost become a jukebox, and then uh, Andrew shows asked some like for the younger listeners what's a jukebox. Jukebox is just basically like it's just. A, a, a basic, it's, that th- it's, it's that thing in Eddie Rockets where you put the 20 cent in and you can pick what song comes up. Yeah, like radio has just become that, and they've they've stopped investing talent, like the likes of Howard Sterns or the uh, like. Charlemagne's putting probably the last uh, radio presenter that's of that ilk, mm. and like now, Carl Showell was after transferring out to Spotify now. Now, Spotify is good. Is is the podcasts are a big deal now. Like, I mean, you don't make that move. Without without no money's coming in the back end and uh like yeah I mean- but radio stations like especially in Ireland like missed about a long time ago like why did no
1: one go right we'll give Rob Lipsett an hour uh, an hour set on Saturday where he can talk about health and fitness yeah we'll give you know some makeup artist uh an hour on Friday night between six and seven and she can talk about like what's the best makeup to be using at the moment. And then, you know, you, mean you sort of go on and go on. You know, there's plenty of talented people in this country. But I think you just like, right. Paul, I know you've been hosting from four to six for the last 20 years. Do you have any
0: kids? Could they do it after you retire? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I, I think, like, now, like, what we're just have to do in the last couple of months, like, it, it's sort of like something... Like now, I don't care if we work in media because we have this show now, and yeah. like stuff is going to come back. Rugby matches are going to return. MMA is already returned. Football is going to return. Stuff life is still going to go on, and like we we can just as easily do this work a full time job as well. And well, I suppose we have, you, you do work in media though. Yeah, I know, but like no, is not like this is media. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I know. Yeah, but like I've been like basically working almost paycheck to paycheck to like try and chase this dream and now it's just like we don't need that like look, look at guests we got on the show ourselves like we did we don't need like a like someone else to get them guests on the show whereas I thought we previously did but now we already have these people that will come on and they, every, each each and every one went perfectly like I mean I, I'm, more, I'm more than sure that over half of them will come on again so mm-hmm. like i mean we we can just continue like we can just fo- focus on this and do our uh, and do our work on the other side, and then like we can just keep providing as much content as we want you know a favorite guest <sighs> like I,
1: oh, I I know for you like yeah Balagay gave like was one of the best ones to get because you watch him for so many
0: years yeah it it was you see there's a difference between like getting someone that's really hard or you receive it's hard and then also getting someone on who has an amazing story or. Mm-hmm or the crack you had with someone that was just brilliant. Like, I mean, for instance, like the crack we had with Dylan Moore, and like, I felt like we knew him for years. Like the story that Roddy told us, all the background stuff about the Conor McGregor stuff, the rise was unbelievable. You know what I mean? Um, like, like even the one, like I know Paul Carey was just on the show, and like he was talking about like how we deal with mental health and and the, the injury that he suffered to, to retire from football. Like you're hearing all these amazing stories. And like, these are... The, i think this is something we're going to look back on when we get older being like can't believe we've had these interactions with these people and so personal mm. as well because like it's not out having a point it's not out having a coffee where no one's looking at their phone it's just so like just mm. so so solely focused on the conversation at hand which is like it's and a little one thing that's gone a bit obscure in our in
1: our sort of generation of people that like you know just an open flow conversation like doesn't happen as often as a short and I do you know, think that's that's another thing that like you sort of want to touch on with mental health is that like people spend so much time like on their phone or like head buried in their phone and like we're probably both guilty of it as anyone you know what I mean but it's one of those times where if you actually like leave your phone in a different room and like have a chat with someone for a while you know what I mean it's it's incredible like you know the sort of serotonin that your brain releases from doing it and I
0: know, yeah. I think I think like obviously we like we don't want to go on too long because like we started talking about Joe Rogan here. but yeah. uh, I think that was sort of inevitable but that's like a huge thing that's after happening that's like that's made me like because for a while like when we were recording in your room onto a phone and like we were like what, where is this going or like how do we take it to the next level like see like what we're after doing in the last two months then see Joe Rogan get that massive deal it's like I feel like that's almost reassuring me that what we've been doing has been the right thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I never ever wanted to quit like ever because at the end of the day we're always going to be mates and we're always going to talk about the sport so we may mm-hmm. as well put a mic in front of it. But I mean, it was just like, I knew that something the podcast was going to be, it was going to get a seal of approval, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, I remember Howard Stern who I absolutely love. He like said podcasts were, were useless, like they were garbage. Like, you know I mean? Sort of thing. Like, you basically wrote them off. And now Joe Rogan's basically, like, this generation's Howard Stern, you know? I'm surprised Howard Stern never just went, you know what, I was wrong, and then started doing podcasts. You know that? It was because he signed a massive contract the same way Joe Rogan did, but also yeah. people have to pay $30 a month to subscribe and listen. So he can't write that off. Like uh, I, I guess, say, yeah. yeah you, but, probably have to pay a, you probably have to pay the radio company a fortune to get out of that deal. Yeah, because you can get Spotify for free or Apple itunes for free but like mm. you have to pay for him physically that's why it's not the same and also like he sort of changed his style as he got older and it's not as like crazy and wacky you know but um things happen people evolve mm. and people change you know what i mean And uh, the higher up you get the more friendly you get with people the less you can bash them uh but um I th- like I th- like just over the last couple of months as well i know this could be it could be a massively terrible time for people or a massively good time for people like i was really afraid of how long we were going to be stuck like this um, like for a while, mental I was like, "Am I gonna turn into a fucking hermit? Like, like just freaking out or like what?" And then doing this has helped so much. And mm-hmm. like, I think it'd be like a great thing for people right now if they're watching this, like, um, I think you're best off like taking this time to really, really think what you actually want to do when things get back to normal or whatever the next normal is because mm-hmm. now is the time to like sit start building the blocks like I mean look myself and Ross we're just we're after getting people on and um, like I mean I haven't drank in two months and I like like uh, we, I went back training there the other day with Ross and like I actually physically can't move Uh but like it was just that that was, I knew that was the right thing to do Um like like, say, if you want, like, want to, like, start a podcast, start it now. Like, people are available now to come on your shows. Like, if you want to do cooking and stuff, start recording now. Like, if you want to become a famous TikToker, start fucking dancing now. You know what I mean? Like, now is the fucking time. Like, right mm. now. Because, like, don't come out of this lockdown and everything situation and then be like, I'm going to start now. Yeah, don't be reactive. Be proactive.
1: Um, I think just to sort of wrap things up, on the mental health side of things, because very energized, going on a tangent. Uh, look, they know us. They know us so. But yeah, very us. But uh, it's just one of those things. Do find your person that you can talk to, and sometimes it's not the person you think it's going to be. You know what I mean? It's not always, you know, your best mate or your mom or your dad. Sometimes like it's like just like a work colleague or someone you know who maybe has gone through before. You know what I mean? That they won't judge it. You know, find who your person is. Just talk to them. And just keep talking. Keep sort of, you know, letting people know how you feel. Don't bottle up your feelings. I think that's a real thing that, like, sort of, lads, men our age do. So, try not to do it. Try be more open. And, you know, look after yourself. You know, take some time for a bit of self-care. If you enjoy going to the gym work now, go to the gym and work out. Or you if, go for like, a walk,
0: man. Yeah, go, like focus. I swear to
1: God, Walk, go. yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but I'm saying, do what you enjoy. Do if you like going for a swim, go for a swim. I mean, if you like, you know, watching a funny movie, make sure once a week you sit down and you watch a funny movie and you just laugh out loud. You know what I mean? Just take some time to look after
0: yourself. Yeah, you have to like, you have you have to do something different because there is so many people out there who do care about you and like, like you like i don't want to sound bad but like uh, you you you'd be letting yourself down and then down if you didn't like two out, out of character or like two you know i mean like it, it, it i'm not i'm not going to say selfish because i don't want to be like being selfish but it's just like you can change the situation you 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 can't like you just like even yeah. sit down write something down be like what would i like to do what like would i like to go for this job or like you don't know I mean like like I know we're just talking about podcasts this that and the other, but like if you wanna say if you wanted to be a butcher or you wanted to be a, like start doing dancing or something, like you know what I mean just all these sort of avenues, like write it down and go for it because these days nobody gives a shit what you do. Like like I was putting out this video. Like I know what like at the beginning I got, got fucking emotional man, and I was just like don't even fucking start crying. But like I, I was like i don't care about this video going out now because like if people if people are going to be like oh look at him for doing that this that and the other like i mean who the fuck are they like it, people that people that like actually care about what you do will support you and watch what you do and the other people won't and so it's, it's handy mm-hmm. enough because no one's gonna be sitting here watching this whole video being like these two lads are being wankers yeah well you know you know what they say
1: don't be a hater be a creator you know yeah, so, too many, people, too um, many
0: busy people are too busy at home anyway doing their own shit, trying to do their own shit. So they're not going to even boss, think of it. Give, give us a send off there. Um, If you watch this whole video, thanks a million. Um, If you followed everything we've done recently and even longer, like, I mean, t- thanks a million. Because, like, we, as you can probably tell, if you've been here a while, like, we're really kicking into a stride now that, like... Yeah, we're chasing 1,000 subscribers and we're on the way to get there. Yeah, but everything, we're just, mm. like, uh, like uh, as excited as I am for things to happen after this, like, right now, we're, we're doing exactly, w- well, and I'm, I'm doing exactly what I like, re- really thought this show would be, having these amazing guests on, and, like, I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know how, but, like, unfortunately, it took a pandemic to do it, but, like, we decided mm. that, like, in the, wor- the worst situation in the world, we took, a- we took advantage of that situation in a good way and like uh like at the end of the day all all i ever want to do is like do a show my best mate make people laugh give out good information and be like honest about it and like um, if you look back through everything we've done i think it's so evident and i think at the end of the day we are really really nice guys and we do have like the best intentions at, like at heart so that that's why good things have happened because i think a lot of time i I ram myself down for like better things not happening but like look what's after happening now like yeah come on Bowell uh guys, thanks a
1: million for watching uh I hope you took something positive away from this, and maybe just you know say something nice to one of your friends or something like that, you know brighten up their day. be you, be happy, and as always, stay hey, guys.